Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. The most people that are listening here, mostly accredited investors, maybe in their 30s, 40s, and 50s, and they have an older parent that is dying. Most of the people listening are typically first-generation wealth folks. So a lot of our parents, they might have a million dollars now because, you know, when you're a good saver, anybody can get to a million dollars in 70, 80, 90 years. So not talking about a huge estate being left behind, but what are you seeing as some of the, uh, the pitfalls or the mistakes that people should be planning for right now, knowing that the, this is going to happen? You see, look at the history of what I went through in my book. My father-in-law was very organized. She was 99 when he passed, had both of his checkbooks, you know, balanced to the penny. And 16 years before he passed, she actually educated her what Sunday night, we went over to dinner, and he told her exactly where the safe was, where the key to a safe was, his work, his will, his book, the best directives, power attorney, he had all that stuff. So we thought when he passed, and my mother-in-law told me, you take care of everything, we thought it would be that much of a problem, because he had all the paperwork. But then we found out it wasn't just the paperwork that was enough. It was all the other mundane things that people would just never think about. It was like the secret safe he had and a secret key that he showed up. We went to get the key. Here's a key. Instead of one key on a keychain, there's 20 keys on a keychain, all unlabeled. So it's a little things like that just makes your life a little harder when you follow up some little classes. Just a little things like that. I mentioned about activity bills with a telephone company where 10 days after my father-in-law passed, my mother-in-law's phone broke, the landline. And that's the only communication with us. And you think it's so simple. All you do is call the telephone company up, they're going to fix the phone. But it took me three months, 29 phone calls, and getting the better business bill involved because she was not on the bill. She didn't have the authorization. Even though we had to still pay the bill, she wasn't authorized to get it fixed. How simple would it have been just to add on the second name? And people don't think of those little things. Just things, little things like that, the location of where is your motor vehicle registration, who's not on the registration, and how do you sell the car if your name is not on it. You know? So these are the things that I captured in the book. When I started going through all this, not knowing what phone numbers to call, who to call, what to follow up on, what happened is I started making a list, and I gave this list out to friends, because we're all baby boomers, and we're all have your parents that are passing, and... Everybody I gave this to told me, you got to get this out here. And that's why I wrote the book. It was to help people to avoid going through what I went through, basic premises, just getting them through. But the book itself is not just about the things you do beforehand. It also takes you through everything through like caregiving and the file system, what to do after death. There's even a section on transitioning and getting into a care home. What are you looking for? These are the things that people just don't think of, basically. Yeah, so we'll dive into that the care home and the assisted living portion here in a little bit. But just to close the loophole on all those, the laundry list of things that you should probably be looking for. Annette's book, will get you guys access to electronic copy later. I've got a, a laundry list of things in a Google sheet form for that we use in the family office group at simplepassacashflow.com slash legacy. But my suggestion would be, yeah, it seems really annoying for a lot of us because on the parents passing, like our time is very valuable, right? We are the sandwich generation. We have to take care of the older folks' affairs, close it up, but also we got the younger generation to take care of. So if the older generation can just spend, granted, it takes them a long time to do this, but hey, 
they have time at that point in their life, print out the Google sheet or whatever, put it on paper for them to handwrite it in. I think everybody over a million dollar net worth should have an executive assistant and it, and then put it into your Google doc form. You don't have mom and dad do that. But to me, that's a best practice. Lane is not a lawyer CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties. Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com slash club. And if you're looking for a longer form podcast, also subscribe to the Wealth Elevator podcast.